Welcome to The Daily Cut, a podcast of Park Community Church. I'm Joe, pastors here at Park Community Church from our Lincoln Park location. Throughout this season, we wanted to create something consistent that would help add even a little sense of rhythm to life. And so to do that, we've altered our use of this podcast. We'll be posting a short devotional every day. We hope you'll join us and we'll enjoy listening. This is The Daily Cut, and I'm Joe Riccardi. Today, uh, for our time in the Word, I just wanted to uh, look at one verse, well, actually more than one verse. I wanted to start by looking at Proverbs 12.25. Proverbs 12.25 reads, Anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down, but a good word makes him glad. So the proverb right here is reminding us, isn't that so true? Anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down. Picture yourself right now going out on a walk, going to the store, and you having to carry in your backpack a hundred pound bag. Think how that would weigh you down. And and the psalmist, is, uh, uh, the proverb writer here is reminding us or telling us, well, that's what anxiety does in our heart. It weighs us down and Obviously, in this season that we're in right now, anxiety is just calling out to us to be anxious. You can't help every time you look on the news or Twitter, you hear more and more what's happening. You keep getting these uh, warnings. It's going to only get worse and worse. It hasn't peaked yet. And there's such a cause for anxiety. But the Proverbs writer says a good word makes him glad. A good word makes him glad. So what I want to do is look to a good word to make us all glad, because I think we all need a good word. So I just want to share some verses from one of my favorite psalms. I think I said last week um, that Psalm 90 was my favorite psalm last week. Well, this week, it's another one of my favorite psalms, Psalm 34. And I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'm just going to share, uh, take some truths from it. And I pray as I take some truths from Psalm 34 they might be a blessing to you and to me as I preach to myself first and my heart first. And I pray in any little way, God might encourage your heart. So Psalm 34 opens up with, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. And so here the psalmist reminds us, he says, I will bless the Lord at all times. Right. There's, there's, there's no season that the psalmist could ever imagine that we wouldn't bless the Lord. So even right now, no matter what we are facing right now, the psalmist invites us to bless the Lord. Right. To, to look at him, to behold him. I was reminded earlier of Psalm 2233. Uh, it's a verse I read in my devotional time a couple days ago and twenty two twenty three. And in, in, in this verse, the psalmist says, you who, you who fear the Lord, he tells us three commands. Praise him, all you offspring of Jacob, glorify him and stand in all of him, awe of him, all you offspring of Israel. So there we see in Psalm 22, verse 23, praise him, glorify him and stand in awe of him. And that's what the psalmist does right here, invites us to bless the Lord, his praise, to have his praise always 
in our mouth. So we're going to need to see him, God, for who he is in order to do that. We're going to have to labor to open up his word and ask God to reveal himself to us as we look to Christ, who is the image of the glory of God. And as we see Christ, it will only result in praise and glorifying him. And so no matter what season we are in, coronavirus or no coronavirus, and then we're invited. The psalmist in verse three, he's doing this. We see in verse one, I will bless the Lord. But then in verse three, he invites others to join with him, just like I am doing that right now. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. And so though we might be spread out across the city, across the country, we are invited here by the psalmist to magnify the Lord with each other, to lift up his name, to see his greatness. And then the psalmist goes on in verse four and says, I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Again, what a what a wonderful invitation. What a wonderful promise we have. The psalmist did something. He sought the Lord. He, he sought his face. He came to his word. Right. He cried out in prayer. And it said he answered him and he delivered me from all my fears. And so what a gracious God we have that he invites us to lay all our fears before him. The fear of catching the virus, the fear of dying from the virus, the fear of going into work, knowing we might be a hospital worker, a grocery store worker. Uh, the fear of a family member catching it. These are very real fears. And so the psalmist says, no denying you have the fears. The psalmist just encourages us this morning or whatever we might be reading this, whatever part of the day we might be reading it, to seek the Lord. And God promises to deliver us from our fears. And then in verse seven, we have an incredible promise. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fears him and delivers them. How glorious is that truth today? Do you know that the angel of the Lord encamps around those who walk in fear of God and delivers them? So you need to know that today, Christ follower. The angel of the Lord right now is encamped around you, watching over you. Those who walk in holy awe of God, right? This is a fear that acknowledges God's holiness and his greatness and his might. God at this one very moment could say coronavirus be no more. And at his word, it could disappear from the entire universe. That's how powerful and great this God is. And so that the psalmist reminds us that those who walk in fear of him, God delivers us. So may we even afresh this morning get a, a new glimpse of his might and his greatness. Then in verse eight. What a wonderful verse. I've had this verse memorized for a long time. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. So again, the Lord is calling us here or the psalmist is calling us here to experience 
the goodness of God. I just had an incredible salad for lunch, fresh beets in it, put some diced sweet potatoes, uh, some fresh uh, Brussels sprouts that I diced up and some nuts, put some dates in it, um, had a great dressing, uh, hard-boiled egg. Oh my gosh, it was so good. And I had a glass of fresh iced tea with a little fresh mango in it. And it was, it was delightful. And here the psalmist is saying, taste and see that the Lord is good. Right? He's inviting us to experience the Lord Joe as much as you enjoyed the food that uh, you just consumed for your midday meal and your iced tea. Experience me that way, right? Let those food uh, items uh, be pointers to me. Let everything you enjoy on this earth be a pointer to me. Taste and see, Joe, that the Lord is good. So an invitation to intimate communion with God. And so I pray for each of us here that even in this season where there's so much social distancing, there's so much, um, there's a lot of isolation that we need to be mindful that we're not isolated from the Lord. We're not iso- We're not being invited to be isolated from him, right? We cannot because his Holy Spirit is in us. And then he says in verse nine, listen to this promise. Oh, you who fear, oh, 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 fear the Lord, you his saints, for those who fear him have no lack. Right? How, how great is that? Those who fear the Lord have no lack. Zero Lack, you will lack nothing as we walk in fear of him, right? We think of Psalm, uh, we think of Philippians 419, which is actually our memory verse for the week at, at Park Church, Lincoln Park, at least. And that's a verse that might be familiar to a lot of us. And it's a, it's a glorious verse that, uh, the, that the Apostle Paul says, right? I have received uh, 419, I'm sorry. And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Whatever need you might have today as you're listening to this uh, podcast, um, the Lord promises to fulfill it. And my God will meet every need of yours according to his riches and glory. He is saying, think of the riches of, in glory we have in Christ Jesus There will never be a shortage of supply. You don't have to worry. Can God meet this need of mine? God will meet it. No matter what trial you're facing, no matter what sorrow you carry, no matter how you might be wondering how the next paycheck is going to come in. Oh, let's cling to God's word, both in Psalm 34, where he says, for those who fear him have no lack. The young lions... Verse 10 says, suffer want and hunger, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. And so, again, we're invited this morning to seek the Lord or whenever you're reading this, because he promised us we will seek no good thing. So a couple more uh, verses to end here with. Uh, Then we have uh, in verse 14, the eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous and his ears towards their cry. So the, the eyes of the Lord are on you today, Christ follower on those who are righteous in Christ. Remember, the gospel reminds us that our righteous standing is not in and of ourselves, but it's in Christ. It's in Christ and his ears towards your cry. So whatever cries 
we pour out before God today. What a, what a great comfort that is, that the Lord's ears are towards them. And then in verse 17, we read, when the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears. That's a promise. It's not, it's not something you have to worry about, but in faith, you believe that to be true. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. It may not be in this life, ultimately, but it will be eternally in the life to come, right? Christians are going to die of cancer. Christians are going to die of coronavirus. Christians are going to die of car accidents, of old age. But the Lord ultimately will deliver us out of all our troubles. Psalm 34, 18 might be one of the, might be what verse I quoted more than any other verse. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and save the crushed and saves the crushed in spirit. So if that's you today, you don't have to worry if the Lord's near to you. He says he is in verse uh, Psalm 34, verse 18. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. What a great promise you have there. And then in verse 19, I'm just about wrapping up. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. What's assumed in that verse? Many are the afflictions of the righteous. The righteous have afflictions. It doesn't say there are not afflictions for the righteous. It doesn't say a few. It actually says many are the afflictions of the righteous. And so uh, that shouldn't be strange to any one of us this time or any time. But again, it says the promises, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. And so we thank God for that, that in Christ, again, if not in this life, but in the life to come, he would deliver us from all our afflictions. There will come a day when there'll be no weeping, no sorrow, no pain. Praise be to God. And then verse 22, finally, the Lord redeems the life of his servants. None of those who take refuge in him will be condemned. So we're invited today on this first day of April to take refuge in the Lord, to seek him. Right. I mean, we have been stripped away of so much. It's just so surreal at times when I think about all that's happening. And it seems like it's going to be going on for quite some time now that so much has been stripped away. But we are promised that the, the Lord redeems the life of his servants. None of those who take refuge in him. Right. We are taking refuge in a person, in the person of Christ. We're not taking refuge in our stuff, in the Cubs, in the weather. But we are invited to take refuge in Christ. And, it, and the scripture says none who take refuge, refuge in him will be condemned. Because we're reminded of that great truth from Romans 8, 1, that there is therefore no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So uh, for those of us who are in Christ Jesus, there is no condemnation. Um, Jesus stood condemned 2000 years ago on the cross. So we do not. So we do not have to. And so we have been born again. Our lives have been purchased by the blood. Christ is for us. He's working all things for our good. And I pray this psalm. Um, uh, like we read when I started off with Proverbs twelve twenty five, anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down, but a good word makes him glad. I do pray uh, Psalm thirty four have been some good words to make you glad, and I pray any who might be listening to this podcast who have never trusted in Christ, who have never believed in Him, would today by faith reach out to Him, receive Him, 
um, call on the name of the Lord. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And so I pray that you would do that. So blessings to each and every listener of this. Uh, May God have used uh, these good words from Psalm 34 to be an encouragement to your heart. Thanks a lot for listening today. I do hope you're having a blessed day. We'll be back tomorrow with another short devotional. So stay tuned. The Lord be with you and make his face to shine upon you.